Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. Community Health. Dream big. Work hard. Finish strong. Church Brothers Collision Repair. Making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. Now, here's your host, Greg Rakestra. Good morning to you, soccer fans. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, as we have said for the last few weeks, we know the answer to the big question. There will be a resumption of the USL championship season. We got another big dose of information yesterday, and that is knowing that the Indy 11 will be playing in a division with rival Lou City FC, St. Louis FC, and Sporting Kansas City 2. I still want to call them Swope Park Rangers. That's not their name anymore. Sporting Kansas City 2. And that the majority of the resumed games for the Indy 11 this season will take place against those opponents. We also now have a number in terms of games the Indy 11 will play this regular season. That number is 16. They have already played one of those. So the game back on March 7th against Memphis 901 FC That will count in the standings for the Indy 11, so three points for the boys in blue towards the tally at the end of the year. Fifteen more games to be played. At least eight of them will be at Lucas Oil Stadium. And if there is an issue for any other potential opponents uh, in terms of not being able to have a home match due to fans or facility issues, potentially more home dates could be had for the Indy 11 uh, as of now. They will play Sporting Kansas City four times. They'll play Loose City four times they were slated to play them three i think sporting kansas city was also a a three match opponent for the indy 11 and they'll play st louis fc four times three other games will be against teams that are within reasonable driving distance so for example i would imagine a game would be had against the pittsburgh river hounds potentially at some point in time in the near future uh and and as, as far as that schedule is concerned but again that's pure speculation on my part what we do not have yet is a full official schedule for the indy 11 as it stands now The season is set to resume 14 days from today on July the 11th. Could that be pushed back a little bit? Maybe by a week, perhaps. But again, that is speculation. But that is the only piece of the puzzle that we really have yet to uh, have that information for you uh, from the USL Championship. And hopefully by the time we reconvene next Saturday, we will have that information for you. One other thing that we can share with you, and we will talk about more in depth in the next segment of the show, is the fact that the Indy 11 resumed full training as of Wednesday. That is when it was allowed by the USL Championship. No longer a group of four, no longer a group of ten, but everybody together in one practice. You can have that scrimmage action, if you will. Uh, And so, is it normal yet? Nah, but it's getting there. It's getting closer for the Indy 11. So a lot of information to digest off the very top of the program and a lots of quality conversation with outstanding Indy 11 coaches on the program today. I had a chance to talk with Martin Rennie yesterday when I was guest hosting for Dan Dockich. We will bring you back that conversation coming up in the next segment of the show. However, we will also continue our segment where we catch up with former members of the Indy 11, whether it's a player or whether it's a coach. Last week, it was Coach Hank. Today, it's someone that served as an assistant for Hank for a season. Before that, was an assistant for Jurgen Summer and was the interim head coach for the last two-thirds of season number two of Indy 11 soccer in 2015. That would be my buddy Tim Regan. In fact, that conversation will carry over two segments on the program today. So Martin Rennie and Tim Regan, between them, have literally been the coach for half of the existence of the Indy 11, and they'll be the majority of the program today. The Indy 11 are getting closer to resuming their season. We know whom they are playing, at least for the most part. We have an idea when they are playing Not officially, but we can safely say it is sooner rather than later. Oh, and yes, for the first time in 30 years, Liverpool are the champions of England. We'll end the show talking about that. We always start local. Indy 11 head coach Martin Runney joins us next. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. 
Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. The cost of health care can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific health care coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com slash pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Want to reward Community Health Network frontline caregivers? Give Indy 11 and Trio restaurant partners an assist via a special donation package available through June 11th at Indy11.com. Your $20 donation will give a healthcare hero a ticket to a future Indy 11 match plus a meal from Campbell's Highland Grill, Most Southwest Grill Westfield, or Rosati's Pizza of Carmel. Your donation also enters you into a drawing for an Indy 11 VIP experience for four at Lucas Oil Stadium. Visit Indy11.com for full details and to make your online donation by June 11th. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. Again, welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, Martin Rennie, uh, was with me a day ago on the Dan Dockett Show. Happy to bring Coach on, especially given how much Indy 11 news there was a day ago. We had a lot of ground to cover. We had a lengthy conversation. As per usual, it was fantastic. Let's bring it back to you now in its entirety. The first thing I asked Coach was simply settling on the number of games. 16 will be the regular season total. Uh, 15 of those have left are, are, are yet to be played. Here's Coach on uh, the thoughts on the number of games the Indy 11 will play this season. I think it's good just to have that clarity to know where we're at and to know what we've got to plan for. I think it's also really important that that first game counted because that was a game that broke many franchise records. So I'm glad that that one's uh, going to stay in the books. And now we just have to get ready for that first game. Uh, still don't 100% know what date that's going to be. Still working on that. Uh, but yeah, knowing that knowing that it's a shortened season, we, we can prepare and, and uh, get ready accordingly. With that, um, I, I know because, again, you have a deep and talented roster. Um, I, I'm sure uh, the way I talked about just the Speedway announcing, you know, today that they were going to have the race on the 23rd of August for the 500, only 50% capacity. It's better to have that than nothing. It's better to have 16 games than nothing. But you would like to have had a few more games, I'm sure, as close to 34 as possible just your thoughts on, on, on the number that it was settled on being just 16 games this year. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. I would have rather had more games, and I suppose honestly expected it to be more. Um, I think you know the news came out today, but I've known for a little while that it would be 16. Sure. So my mind is kind of already uh, adjusted to that. Uh, as you rightly say, we've got a really strong squad, so we would be one of the teams that would probably be able to manage more games in a shorter space of time. Uh, but at the same time, one of the things that we've tried to focus on in this whole uh, period of time is whatever the adjustments are, let's just make them and move on. So we're not really going to spend too much time worrying about it. But, uh, and you know, I would have rather had a few more games for sure. Understood on that front. Now, one way you'll be able to use more players, and we have seen this in other leagues around the world. And again, this is not just done from a strategy standpoint. This is done trying to prevent injuries and knowing that guys have, have been training, but it's not been like it would have been before for the better part of four months. You now get to go from three substitutions to five during the course of a match. What does that mean for you as a coach? Yeah, well, I think I've actually coached in the USL a long time ago where you could have five substitutions. And one of the things that was challenging about it was they allowed you to make five separate substitutions. And sometimes it would be the case that the game would be kind of getting broken up yep. all the time by changes and slowing down. But they've done a good job of saying you can make five changes, but only three times so it might be that you play make two or three changes at once so I think that's good and I do think it's wise because players as much as they've been trying to get fit and ready they probably aren't going to be quite as sharp as they would have been in a normal situation so I think it, it protects the players I think it also allows us to keep the energy and the tempo of the game high and maybe allows us to involve a few more players in each game so I think it, it's a good thing all right so with that Let's talk about maybe you know this, and I, I just haven't seen it announced publicly yet. Uh, do you happen to have your hands on a schedule yet for the Indy 11? No, I don't. And if anybody does have one, I'd like to get my hands on it. Uh, because obviously that's important for multiple reasons. One, the fans want to know. Uh, but two, for us, for planning purposes, we'd like to know exactly when, when we start, who we play when, uh, what the other games are outside of our division, um, and when the, you know, when the final date of games are, things like that. So... We are hoping to have that soon, and, and I think that will be a really important piece of information for everyone. All right, so uh, now I know that Martin and I are the, in the exact same boat on the schedule standpoint. So with that, let's now explain the divisions. And again, earlier in the show, uh, for, for the soccer crowd that is listening, you kind of know this already. For the non-soccer crowd that is listening, the Indy 11 are going from playing in a 17-team conference where there were two teams they were going to play three times, everybody else twice, to now playing in a four-team division where you play three teams, Louisville City, St. Louis, and Sporting Kansas City 2. You play them four times, and you will find three other teams in which are, in theory, within driving distance, not too far away, and you will play each of them once. So with that, let's talk about that you knew you were going to be in Louisville's division, and you pretty much figured St. Louis and Kansas City would be in yours too. Only question mark was, would Pittsburgh be in with you guys? Would Pittsburgh be in with the Northeast? They get sent Northeast. So with that, you're the, the, the three other squads that you'll see a lot these next three months. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, yeah, if Pittsburgh had gone in our group as well, that would have been the group of death. No for doubt. Sure. Uh, but, but, yeah, we may see them, as you say. I'm not sure exactly about that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think that was the, the main question, Mark. And I think it makes sense that they would be in a group a little bit closer to you know, New York and uh, Philadelphia Union, Loudoun, that type of thing. So, yeah, um, I think that we already were going to be playing Louisville three times and twice of those, two of those games were going to be away from home. So the fact that we played them four times, but we played two at home, that almost evens that out in our favor, uh, which, you know, is, is a positive thing. I think um, St. Louis started the season well with a good win uh, and our very solid team as well. So that'll be another exciting game. Um, with with um, Sport in Kansas City too, we know a lot about how they play and what their system is, but we, we won't know exactly who the players are because that changes quite often depending on who's available for them. Uh, but the, the, the couple of things that stand out to me, um, all three of those stadiums, including ours four, are really nice stadiums to play in. Certainly the fields in, uh, in Louisville and uh, with, with Sport in Kansas City are really nice to play on as well. They're nice and big. Uh, so I think that will all suit us and, 
and we're we're just excited to be playing. I think we're when you have a, this amount of time where you're kind of in lockdown and you're not sure what's going to happen and things are going crazy in the world, you you do realise like okay, I really like this game of soccer and I like playing it or coaching it and being around it. And so now that we have the chance to do it. I don't think we're too concerned about who we're going to play against or where we're going to play them. We're just happy to be doing it. There's the conversations Martin and I Martin and I have off the air and the ones we have on the air, and sometimes they can be a little bit different. So with that, one of the things that, that was to me a pleasant surprise, if I was disappointed about the number of overall games the team was going to play, I was pleasantly surprised to know that 16 teams will make the postseason and two from every division. So your thoughts about knowing of that four-team group we just talked about that two get to keep their seasons going, your thoughts about that decision? Yeah, I think that's a good decision for a couple of reasons. One, um, in a group of four, you could have two of the best teams in the country could be in that group and maybe only one of them would make it into the playoffs. And then two, the season is going to be shorter anyway from the regular season. So having an extra um, few teams in the playoffs, I think, is wise and gives that little bonus, given the fact that we've lost a little bit on the on the number of regular season games. So I think uh, it also makes it exciting. It means that a lot of teams will feel like they've got a chance, um, and that will be a positive for everyone. All right, so Martin Rennie, our guest, again here on the Dan Dockett Show. You could be hearing this on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. You could be hearing this on Soccer Saturday. We're getting a lot of mileage out of this conversation this weekend uh, here on 93.5, 107.5 The Fan, etc. Now, let's get to what you have been doing to some degree over the last say four weeks or so and that's training but it's no longer a group of four it's no longer a group of 10 it is everybody what was that like for you this week yeah that was great for for again multiple reasons one reason was I didn't have to do like four training sessions in a day (laughs) so that was nice Uh, but also just everybody being together hanging out together again having a laugh having fun and then also, obviously, what we can do from a performance perspective on the field um, with proper, you know, training and, and, and contact and playing and all this, a lot of things that we couldn't do for weeks and weeks and weeks. So that was a really encouraging and, and positive moment. And also, it was really nice to see the standard of play, the energy, the fitness, the quality. Those were all really high. So um, overall, that, that was, that's been huge for us and um, a chance to the scrimmage as well coming up, inter-squad scrimmage, and then maybe even some more the following week. So full full, uh, steam ahead now. Uh, One of the things you have heard me ask you numerous times when it was just kind of a hope and and, and a date range as far as a restart to the season, well, now we are here. Uh, Again, in theory, you could be playing 15 days from now as we are having this conversation. If you're playing July 11th, you feel your team's ready to go? Yeah, I do. I think that... um, Probably most teams would be happy to wait until the 18th. And, of course, if that's the case for us, we'll be fine with that. Um, but the 11th, uh, I think, could be could be good for us because I think that we really feel that the guys have really taken care of themselves and that they're strong and they're fit and they're ready. Um, so a couple more weeks, we, we'll be ready if we need to be ready for that day. All right, so Wednesday, Thursday, today, you have kind of full training. Maybe it was Thursday and Friday. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, you have now gotten back to that point, which means it is as normal as it has been since you know that the middle of that second week of March. But still, it's not completely normal. What are some of the things that you guys have to do differently from how you sanitize, how you deal with interaction, what are what are still some of the things that you have to go through that you never have before just to practice or play in a game? Well, it really feels far far from normal. It's it's so different. Um, I mean, if I try and try and walk through the the day, so you know, coming in, got to have a face mask on. You have to follow. You go we we go through a different door now that's kept open the whole time. As we walk in, we get our temperature taken. Uh, we fill in. Uh, like an online questionnaire that talks about symptoms and um, contact with people and all that type of thing. Then in the building, we have to have on a face mask at all times. We have to socially distance at all times. Um, We prepare for the practice and the training. Um, When we get out there, you know, the balls have been sanitized. There there are no benches for people to sit on. Uh, Everyone has their own individual water bottle. There's a table which has their initials on it or their name on it where they they keep their... their, um, 
their water bottle or, or any other belongings that they need to have for themselves. Um, the pennies that we wear to differentiate the teams can't be shared, so they have to be treated differently. Um, so the planning and the preparation that goes into a, just a normal training session is just monumentally more than normal. Um, you know, working out the, the guys, uh, you know, if we're doing gym work, they have to be a certain distance apart. Generally, we're trying to do as much of that outside as we possibly can. Even team meetings, we're trying to just chat and talk outside. When the guys aren't playing, they need to be distanced apart um, while we're even out there talking in the fresh air. So it's just completely different. And as a coach, you know, like I said, kind of joking, but to do all of that and then sometimes be doing the same thing four times in a day and as opposed to just one, it genuinely is like a lot more a lot more work, a lot more concentration. So, um, you know, and there's much more to it than that. You know, when we travel, um, you know, everyone has to be distanced correctly on the bus. And, and honestly, it all makes sense because if someone did have a... And, and to add to that, we have to be tested for uh, COVID every week. So we're all being tested and, and so on. So if someone did test positive, what's really important is that they've not really been in contact right. with others. Um, so that that contact, contra, uh, contact tracing would mean that we don't need to quarantine the entire team. It might be their roommate or something like that. So there's a lot, a lot to it. Maybe I, I'm kind of rambling on, maybe, but that's just because there's a lot of information on that topic. No, it's exactly what I, what I was. I wouldn't say wanting to hear, but I wanted fans to hear to know just how much additional work is going on behind the scenes. Uh, who is your logistics guy? Who's handling all of this? Well, everybody's had to step up. We've we've had like uh, Sam and Mija have taken on a whole host more work. They're they're trained in a, in a number of other um, topics that, than they than they had been before the season started. Mija can do testing. Uh, the, the, Sam is in in contact with the contact tracing. So many things. Uh, Greg Stremlow, the CEO, is very involved in it as well. Um, but everybody's had to step up. Everyone's had to do more. Everyone's had to take more responsibility. And um, it just shows you like how much the club wants to play, how much we want to be back out on the field, how much we want to entertain our fans and, and make sure we put together a season. There's things out with our control, but anything that we, we've been given to take control of, we've absolutely done that. And we will continue to do that. Martin, buddy, uh, great to have this conversation with you. Glad we could share it with more than just our typical soccer audience today. Uh, and simply put, all that work is more than worth it because it beats the alternative of not having resumed what we think can be a special season for the Indy 11. Thanks for the time, my friend. We'll do it again next week. Thank you. Appreciate that. Great stuff from Martin, as per usual. A conversation I am equally looking as forward to. Former Indy 11 assistant coach, then the Indy 11 head coach, then again an Indy 11 assistant coach, and since that time, he has been back at his collegiate alma mater of Bradley University. Tim Regan will be on this show for the first time, I believe, in nearly four years. He'll join us next segment, and it's so good it'll carry over to the segment after that as well. Soccer Saturday rolls along next on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. When it comes to Hondas, your central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me.
Don't miss a moment with the boys in blue this season and upgrade to Real ID before October 1st. As of October 1st, 2020, a Real ID compliant driver's license or state ID is required to board commercial flights within the United States, visit military bases, and enter certain federal facilities. Visit your nearest BMV branch today to upgrade. Get your Real ID compliant driver's license or state ID by October 1st, 2020. Need a complete list of required documentation needed to upgrade to Real ID? Visit realid.in.gov. Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge, no detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louie, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Whether you've got your eye on a road-hugging sports car, a tough-working truck, or a fuel-sipping hybrid, make sure you get a 1.99% APR auto loan from Indiana Members Credit Union, too. There are no application fees and no payments for up to 90 days, so hit the open road or backcountry trail with 1.99% APR financing from IMCU. Visit IMCU.com or your nearest IMCU branch for details. Rates as low as 1.99% APR on purchase or refinance. 2018 to 2020 models subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. That's the way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. Presented by Community Sports Medicine, the official sports medicine provider of Indy 11. Welcome back. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. You just heard from the current head coach of the Indy 11 in Martin Redding. A week ago... Uh, through the day job for me with the ISC Sports Network and a show entitled Rig Zoom Show, we heard from the third head coach of the Indy 11 in Tim Hankinson. And in the opening part of his statement, the snippet of that that I used on the radio program, he talked about how Tim Regan is the best assistant coach that he's ever had. And I thought, you know what? I probably ought to get said best assistant coach he's ever had on the program, but because before he was Tim's assistant, he was the interim head coach for the back half of the 2015 season. I can't believe it's almost been four years since Tim Regan was in the employ of the Indy 11 and summarily probably since he's been on this program. That streak ends today. Tim Regan is with us now. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course, and and, uh, I I know you are one to always deflect praise away from yourself. So hearing Hank, a guy that's been coaching for, you know, ever, uh, say something like that, how does that make you feel? First, he's far too kind. Uh, I've always said that about him. He's an excellent man when it comes to those things, and he's been very complimentary of the work that that I did for him, and I'm always very appreciative. Uh, it's an honor, as you said, for somebody who's been coaching for such a long period of time. To hear a comment like that, it, it, uh, it's flattering. You're about to enter your fourth year of being back at Bradley University. Obviously, every industry, you and I were talking about this off the air before this interview, uh, is going through its challenges. Um, I know you still love your job and are still happy to be there, but uh, what is life like being a college assistant soccer coach like right now? Different for everybody. It's the same around the country, no matter what we're talking about. I think most people have had to say life is just different. And we're trying to just keep on with planning and and making sure the student-athletes are ready for when they come back to sport and school. That's a combination of things. One, as you read a lot about, there's a a mental well-being in terms of just staying in touch with people. There's also the side of the physical, where you want to make sure that they're doing things that are good for them to stay physically active. But we also have the NCAA who governs many, many rules and many, many more <laughs> during the virus pandemic. So just t- monitoring everything and making sure that uh, people are in good places and also respecting the fact that their lives might be a little bit different. Financial issues might arise. Uh, school's expensive, especially for us as a small private school. Uh, we have to be very cognizant of those things. So it- it's a continual effort just to make sure that that the young men that we work with are are prepared for whatever's next that expense part again uh you know bradley gives the full complement of scholarships but that doesn't mean that a lot of guys are on full scholarships so most of those young men are paying some portion of their tuition and that's why obviously that becomes a factor uh for tim and the rest of the staff at bradley because we talk a lot of college soccer on this program i think most of our listeners know this but 
again, uh, for those that don't, all match competition and the NCAA playoffs to the College Cup obviously take place during the fall semester uh, into November to December. So you have scrimmages, you have matches, uh, you have practice during March and into April. Um, What was this spring like? either just getting started and that all stops or not having any of that all together. We were fortunate in that we were able to play two games in our spring season, which is pretty rare for a, a Northern class yeah. team. And of course we, we took advantage of the beautiful Grand Park Event Center <laughs> Westfield, and we played a game up there. And then we also made it up to Marquette because they have a, a bubble they put over their, their intramural sports area during the winter time. We got two games in right as everything shut down. So uh, leap day, February 29th and March 7th. So we can't complain in the sense that we were able to get some soccer in. Now, of course, we missed out on three other matches and in five or six weeks of training. Uh, But in the grand scheme of things, uh, we were pleased for our returning players that they were at least able to get out and put on a little bit of a show in terms of what they can do in a full match, which for for most athletes is all they can ask for, the, the chance to be given an opportunity to prove what you're capable of obviously a lot of your young men normally that are on your current roster will be playing league two npsl those things did not happen this summer and you referenced ncaa rulings well obviously now you have been prohibited from being on the road recruiting as you normally would in june in july and 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 even into august is that that's not going to go at least until august 31st and obviously by that time you're hoping you're playing your upcoming fall season so we're just kind of getting into the summer but what has this been like to uh, to, to not be on the road as much as you normally would be boring <laughs> the, the, uh, the lifestyle you get used to is just being on the move and this is what you do and, and for somebody like myself that's been in the game of soccer since i left uh, as a student at bradley university i'm just used to being on the move and so i said to my wife not too long ago i've never gone this many months without being in a hotel right being in a bus or being on a plane or, or going somewhere. So much different, but on the positive note, uh, more time with family. Uh, my kids uh, are annoyed with me <laughs> um, in a good way. Uh, more time around them just because of the daily routine has shifted. Again, this is a non-visual medium. I am nodding my head uh, in agreement with you as my kids. Dad, why are you here so much? Well, no live sports going on right now, kids, and, and that's why you see Daddy uh, around the house uh, a lot more. So with that, uh, let's kind of go backwards a little bit. Um, let's go back to the start of, of your tenure with the Indy 11. How did you find out about the opportunity here? So the connection was a couple of different people. Uh, I had worked a little bit in the U.S. youth national team setup with Tab Ramos. At first, I was doing a scouting role and a video analysis role, and he was also doing a scouting role with the U-20 national team under Thomas Rongan. So we had, we had roomed together on a trip once during World Cup qualifying, and uh, he invited me back in to a camp when he became the U-20 head coach. And he and Jurgen Summer had played together. Yep. Of course, the, both of them legendary careers in, in, in their playing time for sure. So that's how the connection was. That Jurgen was just kind of looking around for staff and, and Tab recommended me. And then add Peter Wilt into the mix. Peter and I had, had crossed paths a few times when I was a university student and he was working for Chicago Fire. And then when I played in MLS and and he was doing his thing in the league. So um, in that way, there was a couple different connection points. And literally, Jurgen just phoned me one afternoon. And uh, my wife's from the Indianapolis area. And, and how, how could I turn down an opportunity to be in, involved with a, a startup program that had such great energy a year before it even hit the field? So uh, it was too just just too good of an opportunity to pass up. And, and I was going to say, you, you, you touched on it. Uh, and I've interviewed, I had an interview on a different show last week with the guy who was named the first ever men's basketball coach at a, at a local university that just went co-educational a, a few years ago. And so kind of the same idea, knowing you kind of get to put your fingerprints on the foundation of something. Why was that so appealing to you? It's pretty rare that you get an experience where you can mold something and understanding and having a, have a discussion with Jurgen, I'm sure he could tell the story far better than me, how difficult it is to mold something from, from scratch. And it, it's just an exciting time, though. Every discussion is going to lead you somewhere, and, and not everything led to as many wins as we wanted. Sure. But as far as, as getting the ball rolling and being involved and 
Um, the, the little details that most people don't know that we went through were really, really challenging. Just from trying to be a professional soccer team, organization, the daily routine, match day, uh, everything, it, it was really, really difficult, but also enjoyable. What, what are your what are your memories that come back to mind of night one, that opening match of April 2014 against Carolina? Uh, a buzz and an energy in a soccer stadium like I had felt not many times in my American <laughs> career. Um, it, you know, it's, when you're on the coaching staff, it's different than playing. And, and I had a couple of pretty good MLS experiences in terms of, of crowded stadiums and playoff games and really good energy. But, but when you bring it into a tight environment like Carroll was and you get into the stadium and then it's just you look around and you're looking for an empty seat and there has to be an empty seat somewhere, doesn't there? <laughs> and there wasn't. Yeah, people are are almost on top of each other. It was really spectacular. And like I said, that kind of energy that persists in that stadium for, and it wasn't just game one. And they went on for a couple of seasons strong, three, four, yep. as we as we proceeded to go. And, man, it was really, really enjoyable. And as you said, day one, um, you almost just wanted to stop and, and take your eyes off the field and just start looking around. And, unfortunately, I couldn't do that. There, There is, a, I, I, having, we re-aired that game on MyNDTV about a couple of months ago uh, as part of dealing with no live sports in the pandemic. There's been an Indy 11 classic game on Sunday afternoons on Channel 23. And so the, the images of the beginning of that broadcast have now kind of been refreshed in my mind. And I look at the face of Christian Neek, the first player out of the tunnel that night, and the look that he had was this wonderful combination of pride and amazement as he is looking at the Brickyard Battalion uh, and, and kind of just taking a quick glance around the stadium going, oh, my goodness, this is something special um, that I get to be a part of. So you talking about that brings that back into my mind. And with that, there is way too much this conversation to simply limit it to one segment. So, Coach, stay right there. We'll bring you back after this short timeout. It is Tim Regan, former Indy 11 assistant coach, former Indy 11 head coach, and we'll talk about that transition from assistant coach to head coach and the transition back to assistant coach after that when we come back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc., New York, New York. A luxurious oasis awaits you at Sophia Square Apartments in the heart of Carmel's Arts and Design District. Just steps from the Monon, Sophia Square Apartments offers custom design apartments with soaring ceilings, sleek finishes, walk-in closets, a resort-style pool, and a party deck with Wi-Fi access. Use the 24-hour fitness center and visit with trainers at Exercise Coaches. Sophia Square offers amazing dining and shopping options like the Pint Room, Main Street Poke, and more. Call 317-815-0110 to schedule a tour at Sophia Square Apartments today. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. Save a spot from Community Health Network makes it easy to find the closest MedCheck location, see up-to-date wait times, and get text reminders, all from your phone or computer. So even if you sprain your ankle in the morning, you can still keep your dinner plans that night. Don't put your life on hold. Use mobile scheduling and make your way into a community MedCheck. Visit ecommunity.com slash save a spot to learn more. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by Our health is among our most valuable possession, yet we regularly ignore our aches and pains. 
Dr. Sarita Sharp of Alpha Health and Wellness can show you the benefits of chiropractic care for you and your entire family. Call now to schedule your consultation at Alpha Health and Wellness. Call 317-459-1805. Dr. Sharp and Alpha Health and Wellness have Indy 11's back. Who has yours? Don't delay. Call Dr. Sharp today at 317-459-1805. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York. That's the way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on The Fan. We continue on on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. And we continue on with our conversation with former Indy 11 head coach, Tim Regan. I want to hit the fast forward button. Uh, I get everything off the field went exceedingly well. Uh, it was a work in progress in terms of getting wins and being competitive. And there was this surge at the end of 2014. We get to 2015 and, and things had kind of flattened back out again. Um, you get to have a very difficult conversation with Peter Wilt at the end of May about taking the team over for the rest of that year. What was that conversation like? In hindsight, when you think about those things, uh, the first word that came to my mind as you were asking the question was awful. Yeah. It was an awful feeling because you don't work with people and develop relationships, and then you have to make a decision that, in a lot of ways, can ruin those relationships. And and they probably did. And, um, of course, I regret that side of it, but there's this other side of you that that thinks you can do certain things type of job and, and maybe you have the ability to do it. And uh, when you're young and you think you're, you're able, you, you go for it. And um, so the conversation with Peter, as, as most of my conversations with him are, uh, it was good. Right? Yeah. When you talk to Peter, he's a very, very intelligent man, um, sees things, so much experience. It's almost hard to write it all down. And so that was great. The, the, the challenge was twofold. Like I said, you, you lose one relationship and you try to start some new ones. And, and of course, winning games in, in any sport, I don't care if it's a six-year-old T-ball team uh, up through the USL championship, that's not easy. And uh, I knew that, and, and I got to see it in person. Did uh, the, the first game you're the head coach, it's a 93rd-minute winner. Is that the way you had scripted that out for that first game as a head coach of the Indy 11? Yeah, we talked all week that we should probably make it exciting. <laughs> to see watching, uh, that, that we're there. Of course, we're in Fort Lauderdale, so... Um, and you'll take a guy that, you know, for Victor Pineda, who had his bumps in the road as a young player, right. first ever homegrown for Chicago Fire. And, you know, that's the thing when you're in the moment and you know all these people and you know their backgrounds. And um, even if it's just a moment um, for, for somebody like him to have that, you know, for the ball to fall so perfectly and for Don Smart's inability with his left foot to play a role. Um, <laughs> and that I, I continually remind him about his ability with his left foot. But. Uh, it, it was a really, you know, in the moment, it was really enjoyable. When you got that level of speed, you can get away with having one foot uh, for, from, from the yeah. Don Smart case and obviously still plying his craft these days with Ford Madison. So let's get to the end of 2015. Um, knowing you, I, I'm not surprised that things unfolded the way and they did and, and that you handled it with grace and class as per usual. But there's not many people that after getting the reins for six months are willing to go back to being an assistant coach with the same team. That does not happen very often. Walk us through kind of how that unfolded and, and why your decision was, you know what, I'll stick around and I'll stay here with the franchise. Yeah, I don't consider myself the smartest guy on earth, but I'm also <laughs> not an idiot. So as a few weeks went on in 2015, as the interim coach, at some point you realize that you're probably not going to be the permanent head coach. And and that's okay because I, I like to think at times I can I could shrink my ego down uh, pretty well. And, and as it went on, it was just a matter of what's going to happen next. And uh, I did not know Tim Hankison at all, um, o- only from a resume. I'm, I'm sure we shook hands a couple of times when he was with the Rapids and I was playing in the league. And, but other than that, I had never had a conversation with the man. And, and so uh, we had a couple of mutual acquaintances, as most of us do in the soccer world in America. And uh, it just seemed intriguing. Another one where – when do you get the opportunity to work to, with somebody with so much experience? Uh, no different than what I had at Bradley right now with, with Jim DeRose. I mean, the guy's been a head coach for 25 straight years in the same place. There's got to be some quality there that you can learn from. And, and for Tim Hagginson, um, just keep going. And, and I listened to your show last week. And, again, we, we, we don't have 10 minutes to go over his resume. Uh, so, the, yeah, the opportunity to just stick on. And, of course, 
you, you have some pride in, in working for a club for a couple of years and, and wanting to be there when things get a little bit better. And, and thankfully, I was I was given that opportunity in 2016, and, and better might be an understatement. All right, so with that, obviously, if you were listening last week, you heard Hank and I talk about where the miracle to Mike, June 11, 2016, kind of ranks in, in his soccer career. What about you? Where do you put that night and that moment on the things you've done as a player, assistant coach, or head coach? Oh, it's up there at the top. It has to be. I mean, I heard him say top three. I, I couldn't argue with that statement. And and yeah, top one might might be it. It was also one where if you missed it, if you weren't there, you really missed out on an experience because uh, just like day one of, of Indy 11 at, at Carroll Stadium, everyone in the crowd knew what was going on. I mean, we have an intelligent fan base. And so when the game starts, pe- people know that the, the the way the game unfolded. And um, for those that are really into the detail of it, I was not on the sideline. I had gotten removed from the previous game um, unfairly always, in my opinion, <laughs> um, for, uh, uh, for a too loud of a reaction late in the game. And I believe it was Miami. And um, so I was in the press box. Wow. I was communicating. I had forgotten about that. I, yeah. I was communicating with the staff through of course, technology down uh-huh. the field, whether it was text message or just earpieces. And, and so uh, I am for the media that was in the press box. I, I'd like to get out some of their opinions. I am not a very good press box. <laughs> um, so I, I tried to keep my volume down. And, you know, the angle at Carroll Stadium when you're down there because of the track complex, it's not ideal right. in terms of you're not dead center. But um, it is a lot easier to coach in the press box, though, because it's just the view is great and I don't have the emotion of what's going on. So uh, in terms of just every call, every, every, I can't hear as much as you can on the sideline. So it was probably a good thing. Cause I might've kicked out of that game too, if I was down on the field. Um, and it, it was just awesome. Just awesome to the way, the way the, the scoreline went going up being tied halftime. So what's weird about when you get kicked out of games. And once again, I might have too much experience about this. <laughs> uh, you're, you're able to be involved pre and post right in halftime meetings. You just can't go on the field. Um, and of course, I was able to see everything. So uh, it was for me a really unique experience in, in terms of my coaching career. Uh, but uh, going back to what I said before and started with in the stadium, wow. I mean, just every goal in the moments. And, and you're picking some of the kind of 70, getting to the 70th minute, and it goes on. And, and of course, Eamon just scores and scores like uh, his tapping goals, as he's infamous for. Uh, it was great. It was great. And um, I, I put that one up there, though. You got to remember. Uh, the first win at Carroll was was also an experience. Yes, it was. <laughs> now I now I remember I remember the fact of during your head coaching tenure that uh, it was Cleberson that was that was the technical head coach for one match against the Carolina Railhawks in July of 2015. I had forgotten about that from the week before against Miami in 2016. So with that, I have to ask. All right, so did you stay in the press box? Uh, until the very end of the match, did you say, okay, well, like a minute left to go, I want to get as close to the field as I can to be on there the moment that the final whistle goes? How did you handle that? I did. I ran down with the game still going, and it was a tense few moments as yeah. you worked your way through the stands and just like I'm watching, but at some point I have to duck underneath the stand, uh, the main grandstand, to get kind of around the tunnel there uh, and then be back in view of what was going on. But I think I timed it pretty well. It wasn't too much sweating. Um, but yeah, I was able to get down. I wasn't at field level. I was still in the stand uh, when the final whistle blow. And then, like everybody, I made my way out. All right, a couple quick things, and then we'll let you go. This, we could carry this conversation on for a long time, and off the air, we probably will. Uh, former Indy 11 head coach and assistant coach Tim Regan is our guest here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. At the end of that year, why was the right decision for you to go back to college game and go back to your alma mater? Oh, so many factors going into these decisions. And I would say I've probably made it too many times in the last decade. I'm just trying to figure out the, in the short and long term what's best. And as an individual, when it comes to a career and what I what I could sign up for or what I could sign on for, what people will hire me for, um, it's pretty wide open. And uh, whether it's youth or it's guys, I know it's going to be something in soccer, professional, college, uh, scouting, coaching, maybe something in the front office. I've thought about everything time and time again. And as I alluded to earlier, uh, when you get to work for certain people and, and you have a respect level for certain people, it's hard to turn it down. And 
but it's a household decision too. And uh, I have a wife who's far smarter than uh, I'll ever be. And, you know, she was also able to kind of take a move in, in a work capacity. And then you also bring your family into it because that's the most important part in terms of my kids and, and my ability to, to see other people in my family and, and just quality of life and all those decisions you you just got to measure them and put a percentage on them. And it's, it's not an exact science. So when it came down to it, uh, I just felt that it was going to be a good move for everything. And uh, it has been, it's been really enjoyable. Uh, no different than the early Indy 11 days. There's always ups and downs, wins and losses, uh, people come and go. But it, in the end of it, I, I was pretty pleased with the decision to go back and, and take a part in a, in the lives of young student athletes and just try to better them as they go through their careers. Not many guys, some but not many at the college level, have the playing experience you do in Major League Soccer. Fewer, probably, uh, I would think, have experienced coaching at the levels of soccer that you do that are in the college game. How, How does that experience benefit you in what you do at Bradley University? I think the first part is it does bring, when people read the resume, it brings a level of respect that, that you've been places and uh, also with the players themselves I can always say to them I have a pretty good viewpoint of what it takes and um, it doesn't mean it's I can help you get there um, I'm not going to make it happen for you but as far as uh, my past experiences and also the ability to, to get on the phone with people and and, and ask what it's like and, and no different than talking to Martin Rennie I mean what a fantastic human being and a, and a guy with a with a pretty impressive resume, one of the few that, that climbed the American ladder of coaching uh, the way he did step-by-step. Step. It, you just don't see that in our system very often, the way he went from the old PDL up into the MLS with, with his pathway. But talking to people like that and having those connections make it really valuable to, to, to the soccer players that I work with. Again, Tim Regan, uh, uh, of the many great people that have been a part of this organization over the years, he is absolutely one of the best. Thanks for the uh, walk down memory lane, my friend. It was wonderful to catch up with you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. We've talked to the current Indy 11 head coach. We've talked to a past Indy 11 head coach. How about we talk about the champions of England for the first time in 30 years? Up the Reds to end the show. Liverpool has claimed the Premier League title. We'll talk about that next. And, oh, yes, the NWSL Challenge Cup begins in less than three hours. We'll fit all of that into our final segment somehow, someway. Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Don't miss a moment with the boys in blue this season and upgrade to Real ID before October 1st. As of October 1st, 2020, a Real ID compliant driver's license or state ID is required to board commercial flights within the United States, visit military bases, and enter certain federal facilities. Visit your nearest BMV branch today to upgrade. Get your Real ID compliant driver's license or state ID by October 1st, 2020. Need a complete list of required documentation needed to upgrade to Real ID? Visit realid.in.gov. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award-winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at centralindianahondadealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. The cost of healthcare can be intimidating, but with the Pricing Support Center from Community Health Network, you get real people providing real estimates based on your specific healthcare coverage, so you'll know the cost of your care beforehand. Whatever you need, from x-rays to surgery, you can be confident about your health and sure of what it costs. Learn more about Community's Pricing Support Center at ecommunity.com slash pricing. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by whether you've got your eye on a road-hugging sports car, a tough-working truck, or a fuel-sipping hybrid, make sure you get a 1.99% APR auto loan from Indiana Members Credit Union, too. There are no application fees and no payments for up to 90 days. So hit the open road or backcountry trail with 1.99% APR financing from IMCU. Visit IMCU.com or your nearest IMCU branch for details. Rates as low as 1.99% APR on purchase or refinance. 2018 to 2020 models subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Experience exclusive living at the Olivia Luxury Residences and Shops. From modern high-end finishes to a luxurious amenities center, elevated pool, and aqua lounge. No detail is overlooked in the Olivia Luxury Apartment Residences. Step outside and enjoy great food at Bar Louis, Verde Cantina, Rosie's Cafe, or Sugar Creek Winery. The Olivia is walking distance from the Monon Trail and Carmel's Arts and Design District. Call 317-660-2400 to schedule a tour at the Olivia Apartments today. Have you been to the hottest new brewery in town? Recently voted Best New Restaurant by Indianapolis Monthly Magazine, Field Brewing is serving up award-winning beers with a chef-driven, one-of-a-kind menu. On their bright, unique campus, Field Brewing uses only fresh, high-quality ingredients. It's a family-friendly brewery with outdoor dining, games, and a special event space in a cool and hip atmosphere. If you're looking for something fresh and fun, Field Brewing, located in Westfield, Indiana, is the place for you. That's the way to use your head. It's Soccer Saturday on the fan. That's it. Manchester City's two-season reign is at an end. Rejoice, Liverpool fans. Celebrate. Liverpool are Premier League champions. The Reds are back on their perch. This 30-year odyssey is finally over. Arlo White, as per usual, exquisite on the call. Manchester City loses to Chelsea 2-1, and after Liverpool had won by four goals the day before, that wraps up a first Premier League championship for Liverpool in, uh, again, first ever, but their first top-flight division championship since 1990, back when it was known as the first division. The earliest clinch of a top-flight championship in England history. Seven matches yet to go for the Reds, but as expected, before the pandemic hit and afterwards, they are the champions of England. Still a fight for second, third, and fourth, and obviously the relegation battle takes place at the back end of the table. For the most part, the center stage the next couple of days are FA Cup matches. There was a Premier League match earlier. Four FA Cup quarterfinals to be played over the next couple of days before teams then pick back up with a full Premier League schedule as of midweekend. We are full from a show standpoint. One quick reminder, you can catch the NWSL Challenge Cup at 1230 That locally is on CBS4, that match taking place later today. The Indy 11 are back as soon as two weeks from now. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Thank you, Martin Runney. Thank you, Tim Regan. Thank you, Eddie Garrison. Thank you for listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Thanks for listening to Soccer Saturday. Brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of Indy 11. Community Health. Dream big, work hard, finish strong. Church Brothers Collision Repair. Making accidents unhappen for nearly 90 years. For more information, log on to 1070thefan.com. When it comes to Hondas, your Central Indiana Honda dealers have a few favorites. The smart and sporty CRV, the sleek and stylish Civic Sedan, the impressively efficient Insight Hybrid. Kelly Blue Book award winning stars, all built with hometown pride because they're made right here in Indiana. Come test drive a brand new Honda today and experience these faves for yourself. Or shop the latest offers at CentralIndianaHondaDealers.com. Proud sponsors of the Indy 11. Want to reward Community Health Network frontline caregivers? Give Indy 11 and the trio restaurant partners an assist via a special donation package available through June 11th at Indy11.com. Your $20 donation will give a healthcare hero a ticket to a future Indy 11 match, plus a meal from Campbell's Highland Grill, Most Southwest Grill Westfield, or Rosati's Pizza of Carmel. Your donation also enters you into a drawing for an Indy 11 VIP experience for four at Lucas Oil Stadium. Visit Indy11.com for full details and to make your online donation by June 11th. The Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown Union Station is proud to be the official hotel of the Indy 11. With over 55,000 square feet of function space, including the exquisite Grand Hall Ballroom, you'll experience superior customer service and an environment unmatched for character, history, and ambiance. After your event or meeting, retire to one of 273 upscale overnight rooms, including authentic Pullman train car guest rooms. For more information, call the Crown Plaza Indianapolis Downtown at 236-7458. 
What if it were your job to make the world a more beautiful, colorful place? At PPG, they think that's something everyone needs to do. PPG creates, invents, and formulates amazing paints, coatings, and materials so they can make the world run faster, stronger, fresher, smarter, cooler, lighter, greener, and better for the next generation that comes along. PPG, protecting and beautifying the world. At Community Health Network, we know you have a lot to juggle. That's why there's Community MyChart, so you can manage your health on your time. Schedule appointments with your morning coffee. Check your test results during a timeout at the ballgame. Request refills or pay bills while streaming your favorite show. Ask your community provider to sign you up for MyChart today. Learn more at ecommunity.com slash MyChart. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered. Stand by me. Head to Court Furniture Clearance Center for up to 70% off new retail prices. Stock is updated regularly, so you never know what kind of treasures you'll find. They offer a wide variety of stylish furniture for any budget, and every piece is court certified, so you can let your personality show in every room. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off any item in the store near I-65 and Lafayette Road. Online at court.com. Refresh your home with stylish finds from Court Furniture Clearance Center. 